As we go into training camp week, let's look at some names that may not be under the greatest of spotlight as of now. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked on Cardinals, Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked on NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash Locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply so there's going to be so many things to talk about from now into the regular season like we've we're there we made it almost you know we're less than two months away from the season this offseason has been chock full of uncertainty and firings and not a whole lot up until the draft and then the draft was a massive explosion of possibilities and excitement and here we are actually going from putting pen to paper to players to action when training camp starts for the Cardinals tomorrow. And, you know, when we go through this season, I've talked a lot about a lot of things pertaining to this season. Namely, you cannot direct growth metrics and positivity metrics directly correlated to the win-loss record growth and you know infrastructure building i call it foundation strengthening i call it pretty much a brand new trajectory for the arizona cardinals organization is going to be measured in different ways more abstract ways and those aren't moral victories those aren't anything other than exactly what they are gauging the talent on this roster in an effort to position themselves the best for the future. What does that mean? That's general. That doesn't make any sense. Sure it does. One of my favorite things to say is 2023 will be a a year that determines where the Cardinals can save high draft capital for next season. If B.J. Ojolari and Garrett Williams turn into CB1 and Edge Rusher 1 or whatever they use B.J. Ojolari, and Buda Baker stays and Zayvon Collins solidifies himself maybe as an edge rusher at times, depending on the package. And if Keontae Ingram, who I'm going to talk about today, can come out and really be that RB2, potentially save the Cardinals some money and draft capital from the running back position. And if Michael, like, it's going to be down the list where it's like, okay, so Garrett Williams is a CB1. They don't have to spend a first or second round pick next year on a cornerback. Okay, BJ Ojolari, Cam Thomas, MyJ Sanders, and, you know, Kazir White at times are coming in with, with, with a, a hint of Zayvon Collins coming in, and the pass rush is really going to be a strength for this team moving forward. They don't need to draft an edge rusher in the first or second round. Things like that, where you're just going to be checking the boxes for positions that don't need that front-level talent and really just need to draft for depth with potential for greatness, which is what the draft is supposed to be. You're not supposed to go in every year and draft for absolute need for rookies to start in week one because the rosters build so crappily that that's the only way to go about it moving forward. So as we pivot away from the Steve Kime era, 
and into the Monty Asif or Jonathan Gannon era, that's what 2023 is going to be about. Now, with that, there are a couple very interesting players who aren't talked about a lot. Two of them are backups. One is playing in the same room, playing alongside a top five safety in the league who could have massive impacts in 2023, which could pave the way for success for the Cardinals in the future by not having to use draft capital and also by having weapons already on their roster built organically, which has been a rare thing for the Cardinals at times over the last decade. So there's three names that I'm going to talk about today who aren't, you know, the biggest names who haven't made a huge impact on this team. The first two haven't, the third has, and really as we go into camp, watching these guys to take that next big step forward. And it means different things for each of the players, but I'm going to start with the Cardinals second round pick from two years ago, Trey McBride. Here's the thing for those who've been everydayers for a long time. Thank you. First of all, uh, if this is your first time listening to lockdown Cardinals, thank you. Hopefully make tomorrow your second listen, but going into la- two off seasons ago, the Cardinals had what was the 23rd or 24th pick. I can't remember. And they had their pick first and second round. I'm like, okay, perfect timing to go offensive line to help with Kyler Murray in the first round and then draft an edge rusher in the second. Drake Jackson was from USC was skyrocketing up the charts. I'm like perfect. Drake Jackson would be great in the second round for the Cardinals. First round, Tyler Linderbaum will be there center for the future, even though they have Rodney Hudson play him at guard for the first year. And then he moves over when Rodney Hudson retires. Perfect. Steve Kime decided to trade for Hollywood Brown and then draft a tight end. After already giving up draft capital to draft to, to bring in Zacherts a couple years, you know, the year prior. So not only did Steve Kime not address needs, he went completely rogue and did whatever Steve Kime does, which is always he always thinks he's the smartest person in the room. Now, with that, what Steve Kime has left the Cardinals with is potentially his last little positive gift which could turn into one of his better draft picks if things work out. Now, Trey McBride didn't have great numbers at at Colorado State. Didn't have great numbers. Didn't have a lot of touchdowns. Maybe had a handful. But what we saw last year, I think it was from week 11 on, he had four-plus catches in a handful of games. He had one game, I think it was week 17. David Blau and him really started to get a little connection going. And you saw what draft experts saw with his comp to George Kittle or the dude is an absolute hoss, okay? He runs the routes well. He's got great hands. And once, once he, like, he's he's not Gronk because Gronk was just, I don't know how to really explain Gronk, uh, but George Kittle just runs over linebackers. George Kittle just, it's, and you saw a little bit of that with Trey McBride. And it's like, okay, so going into this season where there's going to be targets to go around, it's going to be a lot of garbage time if Kyler Murray doesn't play a lot. And, Trey McBride's going to have his opportunity, especially with Zachary's coming off injury. So if Trey McBride gets the reps, we're going to get to see what could potentially be another homegrown offensive talent that could be with the Cardinals for the next 10 years. And the tight end position is so finicky. We're, we're far removed from the block-only tight end, far removed from the Max Williams tight end position. And if you can block, and you could run routes and have production on the offensive side with receptions and touchdowns and, and receiving yards. You could find a unicorn. And there are very few in the NFL, okay? You know, there's Kelsey. There, and Travis Kelsey didn't have a good four, three, four, you know, first years in his, in his career. And then him and Patrick Mahomes and the rest is history. 
probably the best tight end ever. And with Trey McBride, what we've seen, the flashes we saw towards the garbage time of last year was promise. And if Trey McBride can go in and be a baller this year, and then maybe because Zach Ertz, I think there's there's an the Cardinals don't owe Zach Ertz more money beyond this season. If that's like a high five, thank you, Zach. You know, go back to Philly, do whatever you want, or retire, whatever it is. And you've got Trey McBride. That's the last gift that Steve Kime gave to these guys. And I guess you could say, you know, Cam Thomas and MyJ Sanders in the third round of that year, uh, depending. But Trey McBride has some juice. And if he can really come into his second year and produce, regardless of win-loss record, that'd be a fantastic thing for the Cardinals to be able to keep defenses honest if he's running rough shot, you know, in the slot around the middle of the field that would allow openings for the burners outside. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Another guy who has already really – he's already on his second contract, okay? He's already made his mark. Man, this is another great Steve Kime move. I don't know what I'm doing today. But, I mean, after just eviscerating Steve Kime on my last podcast, I feel like, you know, maybe give him, giving him his flowers with a couple potentials for the future I think was necessary. Jalen Thompson. Let's talk about him because he is going to be a massively integral part of this team, and he doesn't get talked about nearly enough. I'll hit that next as we roll on here. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by LinkedIn. I have a personal, you know, love for LinkedIn because I was on it a lot, trying to find jobs, trying to find jobs, trying to find the next thing before, you know, obviously not talking about this because this is my favorite occupation I've ever had uh, through my 10, 12 years in, in sports radio, et cetera. But LinkedIn is just it. Okay. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. And you want to be hundred percent certain you have access to the best qualified candidates available. So that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs, right? LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. So make a post on LinkedIn, okay? Then you add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. And simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates who just fit the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. And it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Alex Clancy here. Thanks for hanging out. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Please go to the YouTube page. Just search Locked on Arizona Cardinals. Like, subscribe, turn the notifications on. It's going to be a banging year, man. It is going to be so fun. And I love, there's a couple things that I love about the 2023 season coming up. One, it's going to be a lot of abstract conversations. It's not going to be a lot of, oh, well, if they were in this scheme, then this happened. And Isaiah Simmons was one step faster. That's great. And that's got its place, of course, because it's breaking down football. But this is going to be a lot of future-paced potential wins for the Cardinals, where something in week three could really set them up for something in week 12, which could set them up for having a star in the making going into 2024. Like, it's going to be a lot of outside-the-boxy kind of things instead of this happened, receptions, receptions, 
touchdown, bad game, good game. You can find that anywhere. You can find that on a, you know, on a box score somewhere and just have somebody repeat it to you. It's what a lot of stuff out there is. That's not what I do here. Sure. There are things that need to be mentioned, but I want to hear, I want you to think after being on this podcast, after listening or watching this podcast, I want you to feel engaged. I want your brain to actually be working instead of just listening to something mindless that, you know, you hear everywhere else. And I, this is just what comes out of my mouth. I didn't really frame it this way to start it. This is just kind of what this podcast has turned into. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Jalen Thompson signed a big boy second contract after being drafted from the supplemental draft out of Washington State by Steve Kime a handful of years ago. 25-plus million guarantees. He deserves it as, as being one of the better strong safeties that nobody talks about in the NFL. Sure, Buda Baker gets the, gets, gets the praise, but them two together – have been the most stable force of any position group the Cardinals have had in the last five years. They just have. Jalen Thompson is a banger. Jalen Thompson is a missile. Him and Buda Baker kind of play the same way. Now, Jalen Thompson hits harder than Buda Baker does. Buda Baker just has no... He doesn't care how he has to contort his body, how fast he has to run to run into that brick wall. Like, Buda Baker's just a different cat. Okay, he's just different. Jalen Thompson is an absolute banger. And you know what? His, his open field tackling has gotten exponentially better from his rookie year through last season. His injury concerns, while plagued him early on, and they were pretty serious injuries, uh, he's played a lot. Like, Jalen Thompson is turning into one of those guys who's an Arizona Cardinal. And for those that haven't listened a lot or haven't heard me talk about this, and let me get through it before you're like, well, obviously they're all Arizona Cardinals. What the hell are you talking about? The Arizona Cardinals are a transplant team or have been up until this point over the last decade. They outsource talent. They're a transplant team like the city in which they play. So it's hard to build a culture. It's hard to build an ecosystem. It's hard to build a family when you have this revolving door of players coming from different teams and not staying for more than a year or two with the Cardinals and not being able to draft well enough to have that homegrown talent grow mature and get second contracts with the Cardinals. So on the roster right now, the players of real impact who are Arizona Cardinals who were drafted here and who have played at a fringe elite level for a while, Kyler Murray, DJ Humphreys, Buda Baker. Think about it. Who else? There are some honorable mentions. We'll see if Zayvon Collins can come into his own. Like, we'll see if any of these rookies, if they become stars right away, they're Arizona Cardinals right away. But of impact, name another one. You've got your honorable mentions, guys who were either brought over a handful of years ago and have really played well, have really just become a part of this culture like Kelvin Beecham. It's a good example. Um, James Conner and Zach Ertz have really like, they enjoy being here. And that's something that's difficult to really wrap your head around a lot of times because of how poorly other players who have left here talk about the Arizona Cardinals organization. So James Conner, who didn't make a whole lot of money his first season, he loved being here, had a, he had a banner a year touchdown-wise, and he had 17 rushing touchdowns. Got paid. Zach Ertz got paid. Okay. Makes it easier to live. But they in, truly enjoy So they're honorable mentions. Kelvin Beecham also. But players who were drafted by the Arizona Cardinals, who were truly Arizona Cardinals and of massive impact, Kyler Murray, DJ Humphreys, Buda Baker. Honorable mention players, Zavin Collins, 
Marco Wilson probably we'll see what he does this year in a true CB2 role but there's 73 like there's 53 dressed players on this roster Dennis Gardeck you know for special teams but like really less than five and that's constantly evolving obviously and Jalen Thompson when I say he has the possibility to really be that Arizona Cardinal this year this is it because he's a veteran okay it's gonna be a young defense there's no interior defensive line. He's going to have to play outside of the box a little bit more than just his strong safety position. Like, this could be the coming out party Pro Bowl year for Jalen Thompson. So when I talk about the three interesting players to watch going into training camp, Trey McBride first, he could supplant Zach Ertz, and he could be the tight end for the future of the Cardinals. Jalen Thompson has really been an unsung hero on this team, but when he's not playing... You can tell the impact when he's not on the field. And this is a year for him to have a coming out party, like a true Buddha Baker coming out party. So that's two. Two guys who can be massively impactful for 2023. And again, not directly correlated to win-loss. We need to witness. The Cardinals need to find who their guys are going into 2024. And I think Trey McBride and Jalen Thompson have substantiated themselves as a possible real to the moon candidates as pertaining to relevance, numbers, and actual importance to the Arizona Cardinals going into 2023 and beyond. Who's the third? This one is a little bit more outside the box, but in the in the potential celebration of saving draft picks in 2024 this guy could have an incredibly massive impact in that line of thought if he can perform in 2023. That's Keontae Ingram. I'll hit that next, Lockdown Cardinals. Your team every day. Final segment, Lockdown Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Thanks for hanging out. This has been a fun podcast because it's like, you know, talk about Kyler Murray, talk about Hollywood Brown, talk about B.J. Ojolari, talk about the rookies, talk about this, talk about that. The coaches, you know, Steve Kime running his mouth like a dumbass still. But there are a couple players on this team, on this roster, who can make real impacts this season to not only solidify their role for the Cardinals for the future, but also yield Monty Osmore's ability to draft other positions with their bevy of high draft picks in the first three rounds in 2024. That's what the litmus test is going to be for this roster going into next season through this season is where can they check boxes of set and forget players? Trey McBride definitely has the potential to be one of those guys this year. Jalen Thompson already almost is and really is, but taking that next level, especially when they need as much firepower and leadership from the defensive side of the ball, this could be a real special year for him. And then the third one, this one is a little outside the box, but it's not really. So Keontae Ingram is the backup running back to James Conner. James Conner doesn't play full seasons. There's no, you know, Benjamin this year to, to eat up carries like there was last year. Uh, you know, Corey Clement is there. They have, they, uh, they said Tyshawn Williams or Tyshawn Williams, Tyshawn Williams, like Keontae Ingram has a potential opportunity here to have a good solid season that would allow the Cardinals to understand their running back room may not be atop the triage list to add talent for going into 2024, which could potentially keep the Cardinals from drafting a running back in the second round next season. 
Now, Keontae Ingram had pretty good numbers at really good schools in college. He played for Texas for three years, then went to USC and had over 900 rushing yards in his last year there with the Lincoln Kennedy uh, experience, the Lincoln Kennedy, the Lincoln Riley experience, Lincoln Kennedy radio guy, Fox Sports, uh, where I used to work. Um, And, you know, it's a lot different playing at big schools and having pretty good numbers. I know he played um, behind Bishon Robinson, I believe, in Texas. Still had really good numbers. Keontae Ingram did. He's got some giddy up. We saw him last year. He didn't get a whole lot of touches. I think he had under 100 receiving yards the entire season. But when you have potential and you have youth on your side and you also have a combination of not a great team, a lot of opportunities, and a running back ahead of you that is going into the last year of his guaranteed contract deal. Like, I don't think the Cardinals have any other any more money after this season where even, like I said, that they need to move James Conner to the closer role for next year and beyond, where he gets 40% of the touches, all of the touches when they're up 10 with seven minutes left or to start the fourth quarter or whatever it is, just to eat clock. LeGarrette Blunt it. LeGarrette Blunt may be the best closing running back we've seen in the last 20 years. All you do is give him the ball in the fourth quarter when you're up and you just get four yards, three yards, four yards, first down, milk, milk, game clock, play clock, just milk it. That's what James Conner's next act should be. But with that, the Cardinals need a guy they can trust to carry the bulk of the load for the majority of the game. And Keontae Ingram has the opportunity to do that this season. He's shown flashes in college. He showed very small flashes. I think he scored one touchdown last year. But he's going to have an opportunity. It was a late draft pick. This happens all the time. Elijah Mitchell was the most recent one. I mean, James Robinson. There are guys like that who just come in and ball out better than their big-name counterpart, and they take over jobs. And Keontae Ingram has the stage to have some production this season, which would allow Monty Osford to potentially check the box on having to draft running back for need where you could just draft for depth or just sign a, a small-time free agent, something like that, where you don't have to use a second-round pick on a running back, which if Keontae Ingram doesn't work out and they do move on from James Conner, there's going to be a gaping need in the backfield when Kyler Murray comes back healthy in 2024. Because remember, even though Cliff Kingsbury – butchered this franchise for four seasons relied on the players to do everything come on if you don't think that i'm sorry this is not the podcast for you i hope you come back just like howard stern you want to hear what i say next even though you don't agree with what i just said the cardinals need to run the ball to win games run first pass second james connor was the most integral part of this offense not named kyler murray when they started seven and zero and ten and two then they overused him because cliff kingsbury doesn't know how to run an offense so then he got hurt, and then it was all downhill with with Cliff Kingsbury getting hurt as well. Or Cliff Kingsbury. DeAndre Hopkins getting hurt as well. Trey McBride, Jalen Thompson, Keontae Ingram. Three guys who are not normally in the spotlight who could potentially be in the spotlight in 2023. They can position the Cardinals much better roster-wise for 2024 and beyond. Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.